It's a rare condition. It's called AIDS. When Michael Johnson got it, we all thought he was gay. If there is a cure, it'd be from God's design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic cure inside those deep state walls. Cause all I see are medical fees. My whole family's victim to HIV. We really live horrible times, but make hilarious memories. We're consciously monetizing our traumas and our friendship. We also talk about smart guy stuff sometimes. We know the show's got a stupid name. Welcome to Always Very Always. Yeah, my internet went out. That's odd. Nice job. Yeah, cock sucks around here. What? Like every time. Like what I, sucks around here? Cocks. Oh. I also suck cock. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it a buck, folks. I am. A, I'm. I'm out here trying to develop a, a. I'm trying to become a gay icon to let you know. Oh, you never told me that. Yeah, yeah. And so you're out now. Well, I mean, I did tell you. Like the, I feel like no, you a, never told me you were no, out, bro. I, I never said I was gay, gay. Oh, you're not gay. You just like SD. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just out here standarding some definition. <laughs> so six weeks, I did talk about was I'm obviously wasn't recording. I was on the phone talking about how you know I gave a little. I'm a little bit of a star sucker, not a star fucker. The ass is precious. That's for you know husband. But I'm a little bit of a star sucker, and but in high school, I, behind the bleachers, you know, one of the stars, this was big for me. One Japanese professional wrestler, Kazuchika Okada, was touring here, and let's just say I, I gave him the look. I put the mouth on him, and you know he's. Why spread, are you doing this? Why are you making this up? <laughs> he spread. He spread. He spread word around back when he got to Japan talking about this. And I sort of became like a, a little welcoming party whenever the Japanese wrestlers would come down to New Orleans. And I, I think after a while, dude, this story after, is getting wilder and wilder. After a while, you might have to cut this off, bro. Keep, keep that off the way. For all you Japanese pro wrestling friends, your Tanahashi's, your Shibata's, all of them, <laughs> all of them were. were and fucking, no, no one will believe this too because were, just some random podcast. We're fucking penalty kicking these tonsils, so to speak. <laughs> and after, why are you saying this? Bro? After a couple years, are you gay? After a if, couple, if you're gay, it's cool. But like, I need, I need couple, to know. Like, I, I'm somewhat after, confused now. After a couple years, I got the moniker of Superhead Four. All right, are you gay? Yes or no? Am I gay? It's a very out. That's something that per, that's something that an ignorant person would say. <sighs> that's a yes or no question. It's not so much that I'm gay, but let me tell. Let me finish the story. So I was like, "What the fuck does Superhead Four meant?" And they explained to me the history of all the Superheads. So I would like to relay that information to all the folks at home. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Superhead. So Superhead, most people know who Superhead is. This was uh, Corinne Stefan, Stefan or whatever. She was a video vixen. She had a couple books about being a video vixen. She released a lot of erotica, whatever, talking about this because apparently like people like imagining a woman suck Jay-Z's cock, which that's a nightmare for me as a person who's, who's out here. Never mind. But 
Never mind. Superhead three was <laughs> apparently she's not the original Superhead. We're gonna go. We're gonna take it yeah, all. She's no, she's the third. I'm oh, the fourth. Oh, and, you're the fourth. And there's Superhead like Superhead W's. Superhead like there's other variations of Superhead. Superhead Black, but Superhead one is our girl Cleopatra. What? Yes. Let me tell you, oh, bro. No. Let me tell you, because this Come is Come on, she's a feminist icon. You can't How is she a feminist icon? Because she was a woman that had power. Yes, literally. That's all. Yeah, it all is. those sporting noble women were feminist icons. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, all I, those oppressors were feminist icons. Yeah, who just kept sending the men out to war to inherit their money? That's not being misogynist. That's literally what how, how I worked in Sparta. But uh, anyways, I found this article here. And uh, it's on LiveJournal.com. I'll leave a link in the description. But uh, it's about Cleopatra. And uh, I'm just going to read it here. Leaving Rome for a moment, Egypt's queen, Cleopatra VII, had a robust libido on steroids. Known by subrequests such as, uh, quote, the great swallower, and quote, she gapes wide for 10,000 men, end quote. She was said to be highly skilled at fellatio. Tradition holds that she performed oral sex on a hundred Roman noblemen in a single night. Apparently, sucking off was a national pastime in the lands of the pyramids. It's worth mentioning also that lipstick was first worn by women who were wishing to advertise their fondness for giving head. You learned, and the more you know, brother. <laughs> the more you know. That sounds possibly fabricated. Not by, um, like, I'm sure the account is real, but the, whoever wrote that or, like, said back in the day, they could have just been making that up, you know? Yeah, of course. That's a lot of historical stuff. Yeah, that but it is for sure a real account. Yeah, But, yeah. man, that's, that's interesting. Ladies, yeah. take note. First on the record Superhead that we know of. So definitely get the title of Superhead <laughs> 1. Superhead 1. And other candidates it. for like historical Superheads was Mary Queen of, uh, of Thoughts, as uh, the old Tumblr joke goes. Mary Queen of Scots, if you don't know Dante's. Not familiar. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the part of the ignorant one here. You don't know who, who Mary Queen of Scots was? No, of course not. It's fine. She was just some bitch. Uh, Catherine the Great is also a candidate, but all her- I only know her as one of the NPC, NPCs or like- From Civ? Leaders in Civ. Yeah. yeah. That's all I know about her. Well, they made up all these- I know she's Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, her bloodline is she ruled over the Tsardom of Russia, but her bloodline goes back to Denmark. It's just- It's weird. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, she had all these like rumors about her, like that she, cause she wouldn't get married, cause she would have to relinquish her power as the, at the uh, head of government and state, cause the man would have to be it, right? Right. If, if she married, so him. she never, she held off on getting married. So everyone made up stuff like, oh, she fucks horses, or she's a lesbian, or she just likes sleeping around. But all those things are a hundred, I think ninety five percent made up. Yeah. Um. So she's she's not in this. Um, Superhead 2 and this has been thrown around a lot I think this is pretty much uh, internet consensus amongst people who know Nancy Reagan she was Superhead number 2 when in the Hollywood days when Reagan when your boy Ronald was uh, in Hollywood uh, something about like one of the monolithic conservative figures having his uh, wife be Superhead 2 something about that it's just she was superhead too for like a decade, and then he and then he wiped that shit. It's like you met you putting the ring on, you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that 
Come on, Mark. I mean, it is very... I'm not saying... I'm Come not on, saying, Mark. We're uh, in 2022, bro. You trying to say that she can't be, like, a housewife just because she had her fun? I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. Go ahead, suck dick. I'll be a hypocrite to criticize anyone for that. Um, <laughs> my problem is... Like, the obvious thing you're pointing out, oh, he's a conservative. But that's very much in lines with con- conservative value, in my opinion. You that's making an honest woman of her. And then you also, as a treat for making an honest woman for her, you get... The superhead skills for the rest of your life, even when you're old and demented and fucking have to wear diapers. I don't think that's how that works. I think a lot of times these marriages are sexless. I mean, after a while, of course. After yeah, like come on, bro. You think Donald Trump was pumping, uh, was piping? What's your face, Melania Trump? He was trying. He tried. I couldn't imagine, like, in her prime, having sex with Hillary Clinton. I'm not saying doesn't make anything that Bill did right, because he was, you know. Rapist, but yeah, it, I don't know any of the particulars of that story. You want to share it with the viewers of Juanita Broderick? Yeah, I forget the particulars, but I looked into it like in 2017. It was like, damn, right, he probably did that, and then never. I'm not especially well versed on it, but I'm more versed on and the, also Monica Lewinsky. I do remember speaking with you about how she was like very, very young at the time, but yeah, it was kind of like por- 20. It was portrayed almost like she was like, you know, what I mean. Just like kind of undercover sleeping with her boss type thing, when it's more like a, a, a intern at the White House is like being taken advantage of by the president. Yeah, they sympathize. They saw it as like, damn, you couldn't, you couldn't like hide this, you dumb bitch. You couldn't like cover your tracks. Yeah. Instead of it didn't like, uh, for instance, I've she's spoken publicly in acts like you know like the the the, the rap line, you know the, the 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 super tough rapper line. Yeah, I'm Monica Lewinsky, that girl, and it's like. You, Monica Lewinsky, her? Wait, That's like a rap, bro. It's like a thing. Like people You say, had sex with a trans woman that didn't get the... That's like a thing. Like, for instance, uh, the Beyonce line. Uh, he, Monica Lewinsky, all on my blouse. Not correct. Like, that's not the way that verbs work. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Monica Lewinsky has gone on record saying, like, yes, please, please stop using my name in music. Like, I was a 20-year-old intern, you know, trying to get ahead in my career. And I made a bad choice and was taken advantage of by the president of the United States. Why am I being crucified by this? I mean, if she would have got away with it, she would have. Like, that's the type of shit that would, like, she came out of nowhere from being an intern to being a president 12 years later. Like, well, do you want to uh, expound on, like, your humble beginnings? It's like, I just knew how to make the, the president happy in my time uh, serving him. And then, you know, the world would never know. But just that goddamn blouse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein situation showed us, too. Like, in the upper echelons of society, that, that kind of uh, debauchery and extortion of women is far more common than you might realize. Like, we're talking about some of the, like, most well-known and established figures in media and sports. Like, Simone Biles, for instance, Mark. I'm sure you heard of that story. Yeah. Like, she does. She does flips. So I heard that story, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about yeah. She's the she's the the greatest uh, gymnast in history. Like she's done many many tricks that Lauren has never been able to pull off, like flips and stuff. She's like, got she's up there with Michael Phelps in terms of how many just 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 dangling on the shoulders gold medals they got to where it's just like it just looks like you don't know how many it is. You just know it's an excessive amount for one person yeah. to get. And uh, basically, um. Like I said, I don't want to go on a limb here and be wrong as wrong AF, you get me? But she has gone on record to speak out against um, 
some of the USA gymnastics doctors and coaches and stuff yeah. were like taking advantage of these girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of them were like really young. You know what I mean? Like some of them were literally like 16, 15. Yeah. A lot of them 18. Because that's like the prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like the coaches taking advantage of them, sexually harassing them. Some of them raped. Like at the physicals and stuff. I mean, we're trying to have a good time talking about consensual head and you over here talking about these coaches playing sticky finger with 16 year olds. Oh my lord. <laughs> Anyway, anyways, fucking. So if we finish, we all. I think everyone. It's on. It's probably so on, Nancy Reagan's superhead too. It's probably on Nancy Reagan's uh, Wikipedia. How many? How many people she gave oral? Sex, how many actors she uh, sucked off back then? So we could. Well, who was superhead three? It's what to finish that off for you. Is the is the video fix? But I'm tiff. What? I said to finish that off for you. But I'm tiff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Anyways, so Superhead Three is Corinne Stephens, however you pronounce it. Okay. Uh, she's and then you know Superhead Four. I've been considered by a lot of people to be it's me. Mm-hmm. I've been called. I leveled up from uh, certified head doctor. I've <laughs> been leveled up to the Louisville Lip. I love. I leveled, doctor. <laughs> I leveled up to the throat of the world. Wow. And I leveled up. I think now. Superhead four, Superhead four, and maybe I'm not as uh, great as Cleopatra and all of them, but I gotta say I'm just, I'm happy to have the honor, and because I I think I really what really cemented this for me is that I'm getting married to one uh, injured right now professional wrestler Saya Sonata, and he like very much like Reagan, very much like Mark Antony with Cleopatra. They want it for life. So, I'm happy you to give it. it. You got it. I'm happy to give it. I'm happy for y'all, man. I'll be at the wedding. Yeah. So, that's that's all. That's, that's it on that. I want to talk about finding lost pornography. No, I think it's a very no. relatable. Come on now. It's very relatable. It's not relatable. I prepared a whole thing on a soundboard for this. You gotta, gotta do it. We gotta at least <laughs> touch on it. Lost pornography? Yeah, like you saw something when like you were in seventh grade. You're like, damn, I want to see that again. And then ten years later, you is that see- a thing? For a lot of people, yeah. Y'all be stashing porn? It's weirdos, bro. <laughs> it's not. It's not stashing. It's just like, damn, I, I would like to see that again. Because people, I didn't know it, and I would never think to do it. I was listening to someone. What does this button do? It releases that wire from the microphone. Uh. But there are people reminiscing about pornography when they were children. So I'm like, okay, maybe maybe we got something here. And uh, I don't want to participate in that. I don't have anything to offer to that discussion either. Okay. Like okay, like the first one, fair enough. But this, like, I actually can't can't do it. Dude. Can't do it. Right, so it's not... gonna be you talking about porn by yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I... <laughs> well, I'll just play the I'll just play the fucking thing on the soundboard then. Go what is it? Look, we're, we're brainstorming right now. Don't, don't sweat. Don't sweat. I can see you sweating. Don't sweat. You want to play the thing on the soundboard? Right? Yeah, go ahead. Wait. Yes! Okay. This is what I felt like when I found something. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. That's how I felt like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright, that's funny. <laughs> I just was looking at Yafit Koto's Wikipedia. What is Yafit Koto? He was a Cameroonian guy and he's a descendant of uh Jesus. No. We all are. He's descendant of like the Queen of Victoria Queen Victoria of uh Windsor or whatever the fuck. And uh he became an actor and it is funny looking at his Wikipedia page that he's like he was pro Trump, pro BLM, pro QAnon. He just likes supporting things. And I was like I was trying to say that he's a trickster god and additional <laughs> evidence would be his impossible hairline and hairstyle. <laughs> trying to expose him as like a a god living on a low low. Yeah, he's African Loki. Gotcha. I'm literally sitting. You don't. You don't have to remedy. I prove everything you want to say. It's me that I have to prove myself to you. I feel. Why do you prove everything I said? Because I just want. We're to, a team. But yes, and I approve everything you say off off rip. Why? Because I think I think your baseline more relatable than all. Than than me than me. <laughs> so you'll be more relatable to all those regular every, people. Yeah. Damn. So, you know. Is that why I'm here? No. <laughs> I'm the standing regular ass, regular, degular ass, regular ass, average ass, fake ass, typical ass, lame ass guy. That's why I'm here, Mark? No. Is that my role on the podcast? No. I'm not going to lie, bro. When I was sitting over there in the chair that the camera pans to, and I say, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That shit, you were like, doesn't it look like it's on, isn't that the exact setup? But like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I, did, I don't watch a lot of podcasts. All right, for instance, Angela Yee. That's the end. Oh. I'm playing the Angela Yee role here. Like, I'm all somewhere in a little, like, desk chair, and the mm-hmm. camera just pans me occasionally when I have something provocative to say. Damn. Does that make me DJ Envy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that I one. I feel like, like, like I'm the DJ academics to your Joe Button. Or not even <laughs> that academics. I'm fucking... <laughs> don't say that about yourself, brother. Uh, what's her name? Who? The chick from, uh... From, uh... Circle. I don't know her name. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking uh, Molly Queer and Rose. What show on a uh, first take? Is yeah. she still there? Stephen A. Yeah, yeah. Who's the Who's with him now? It's still Max. Yeah, I think it's Max Kellerman. Who's a boxing expert, supposedly? I think he is. Yeah. As a guy who knows nothing about boxing. <laughs> I think he did. He He seems way more knowledgeable than me. Which is the base, like, competency required to be an ESPN analyst. No more numbers than the average guy. Just talk with You ever thought about being a sports analyst or broadcasting? I thought about it, like, in high school, maybe. But I, like, I like studying about all that sports bullshit, like, broadcasting and all that. It's just, what is it controlling for? Because everybody there has a degree or was a former athlete. So what would I have to be to stand out? be particularly articulate I guess I could do that have good points sure but be a blowhard is number one thing <laughs> a charismatic blowhard blowhard is like we're on the tail end of that era now we're going into like more like the same way media in general is getting more like uh, there's a lot more smaller people being a subsistent media I feel like this could definitely be a topic by the way what we're talking about right now this could be a fitting well, we, let's just start right now we're this is a rolling cold open. Oh, it's like it's already on. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. 
Dang, bro, did you just stealth me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what stealthing yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Bro, the day I heard about that, I was like, that's wild. <laughs> like, yeah. what a strange, dangerous, awful choice to make, right? I just, I didn't, it's one of those things that I don't know how to think bro, about. Bro, no lie, my uh, brain. that's really good that you did that, because I even noticed, like, I was, like, completely natural before, but now I'm, like, fucked up in the head by the fact that, like, I know that the camera's rolling, and we're not going to be able to recapture that magic that we had going there for a second. So next time, don't tell me. Just, like, let it run for a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're just hanging out for two and a half hours. <laughs> like, we're going to start recording. But literally, literally, that's the idea, though, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard for me to get in that zone, though. I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's that hard to do. Yeah, but you've been doing you, Dude, I, I keep telling you, and... uh you know, I, I I've said it many times in many ways, bro. You're way well more you're way more practiced and skilled than I think you realize. <laughs> I I don't know if it's that. It's just like I want to get paid for it. Yeah, I know you deserve to get paid for it. And you can is what I'm telling you. <clears throat> I gotta get my reel back together. <laughs> Have you ever made a reel? I guess you never acted in front of a camera before, only in theater. Yeah, I only was a theater actor, so we didn't have a reel. I did have a resume. And the close thing I did to that is you have to have a repertoire of uh, monologues. I had my lovey-dovey young boy uh, monologue. I had my Titus Andronicus uh, grind your bones into paste monologue. Um, my song, I had like a, a old English song. Um, as, a, as an actor, I found like pretty good thing to do to like stand out as a singer. Because I'm not a good singer. right? Like I'm an average singer, I'd say. Pretty... Like, above average when it's, like, actually in my vocal range. But my vocal range is nowhere near, like, typical singer stuff. So what I did is I found a female singer's, like, like one of those, like, classic songs. Like, a song that no one would, like, know at the top of their head. But, like, one of the ta- a talented female singer transposed it down, like, three octaves. Mm-hmm. And then I performed it. It mm-hmm. just sounds, like, beautiful. It's like a, you know, like, the birds, tr- like, uh, freaking uh, Fiona from Shrek. Where she's, like, singing to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like kind of it's kind of similar to that, but like way way deeper. So it's like I'm like a, I'm trying to think which which bird would have like a, the bass voice in like a, a gentleman's quartet. The emu. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm like singing like an emu instead of a, a a cute little mockingbird or something. I'm done with college. I'll take an online course. I'm so tired of college. I feel that. I don't understand. Why hasn't there been like a single? I mean, I don't want to happen. I don't want to phrase it like this. <laughs> Why hasn't there been a single school shooting though? Oh my like around lord! Because everyone around was New Orleans, to... you mean? Oh yeah, especially New Orleans, but just in general, I I That's felt like true. I like in... I did, like not once in our lifetime has there been a school shooting. No, I mean around here though. Yeah, I mean like around us. I was just what I mean. Oh, okay, I thought I thought you were being sarcastic. There's never been a school shooting in America. No, no, I meant like in in our lifetime, I can't recall ever hearing about one. Yeah, there's been people bringing guns to school, but you know, yeah, it was that just guy a flex. Gonna blow the school up. Well, yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's in the hall. He's in the Ben Franklin Hall of Fame. Facts. Spirit Day was gonna be a blast. But yeah, I, well, yeah, twice you got me with that one. I didn't come to uh, Spirit Day twice because I thought you were gonna you know, <laughs> do a little something, something. Dude, I got. I came close. I'm not gonna lie. That's off the wax. What do you mean? No, no, no. Statute of limitations. You didn't even commit the crime. You may have bought the <laughs> weapons, but you didn't commit the crime. <laughs> That's off the wax. Come on, you got to come clean. People want to know the mind of a school shooter who didn't do it. What do you mean? What, like, what does that say? Why? Why would you do it? 
how would even how you would do, do it you know stuff like that I mean, it's not that hard i'll explain this to many many people like for instance our good buddy buddy marcus works yeah. at the tsa i told him marcus you know if i wanted i could literally walk into the airport right now like through the door beep 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 the metal detector goes off oh no he's got metal in him uh sir and then i literally just start shooting everybody it's not hard at all to do this type to commit these kinds of crimes of course because the hardest thing is supposed to be getting a gun it's not hard you right now mark we could walk to walmart i could show them my id pay 50 bucks walk out of there with a gun and like 60 bullets i don't know every time there is a shooting that goes viral they make it one step harder to get a gun at walmart <laughs> <laughs> like it used to Look, be just go there and you get a gun i know somebody who bought a gun recently I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. They came back with some paperwork. Mm-hmm. It's literally just some paper, like they like paper, like hey, this is gun safety rules on paper. Here's your gun. Here's your bullets. Thank you. Goodbye. Hmm. Now I'm the thing just, is, I'm the not gun buying is, a gun with a serial number on it. Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> You're not trying to get caught, basically. Yeah. I was about to say the thing is the gun. The the gun has a particular uh like notches inside of it to mm-hmm. where when you shoot it the bullet can identify the gun that it was shot from yeah so they will literally trace it back to you no matter what not me the gun's going in the storm <laughs> <laughs> not me <laughs> fair enough fair enough you know I, I watch you know you know something what in our time while we're speaking about uh we go go. We're talking about we're about to talk about bullying. Yeah, right? yeah. We're gonna say the bullying, but I want to say first, uh, you know, kind of related. I, I recently saw a video of uh, some kids at the school dance. <laughs> All right. Real, like real, this is going. real cool event, wouldn't you agree? Everyone standing around. What what year of school is this? We're talking middle schoolers, bro. Like, or like you know, like freshman in high school type beat. Okay, go ahead. Go Everyone's ahead. standing around. No one's dancing. <laughs> Ambling. They occasionally make a circle, and that one guy who's really good at breakdancing does all yeah. his best moves, and then it's like, what do we do now? Like, he just he just showed us all that dancing is a thing that's possible. None of us can do that. He used all his moves. What do we do now? You know, that kind yeah. of thing. The one kid who got the combination of having a man body at 12 while also having a man's confidence. <laughs> he used it all just now. Yeah. Five minutes in. Just tearing it up in his tuxedo at homecoming. Yeah. Crazy. But that's what you saw? You didn't see anything illicit going on? No, no, no. Where thought, did you think this was going? I thought, because I, I remember this time at a homecoming in high school, the... Oh, Lord. They had, and the girl... <laughs> Like me and my sister went together. It was like I think it was senior year homecoming. My fresh and my sister was a freshman. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it together. You go with your friends. Like we'll hang out with each other's friends. We'll go and leave together, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, as we were walking into like the ballroom or whatever, the bathroom is right outside. Either uh, the boys and the girls' bathroom on opposite sides of the entrance to the ballroom. And you know when you open up, people are constantly walking in and out the bathroom. And I see. You know, uh, all like a couple of my girlfriends, my friends who are uh, female in the in the in the bathroom. So I'm not I'm not in there gawking gawking or anything. But I go in the ballroom, go chill out, with my boy. Uh, I guess Sam wasn't there, but I was just hanging out with my friends or whatever. Sitting at a table, I go on Snapchat, see my girl. Not gonna say her name. They were doing big fat lines in the bathroom on Snap. On Snap. Why are they posting it on Snap? Because they're white women. 
<laughs> like why? Why are they posting it? And it's like you, it's homecoming. It's not that this, I don't know. It just felt so surreal to me because it's like it's homecoming. It's like it's not do this shit at prom. You know, <laughs> do, this shit, do this shit when it matters. Like why? Why are we out here? You know, <laughs> this is not the fourth quarter. I don't know. Something about that was just always weird to me. Save the coke for prom night. Mark Anthony Davis. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. Coke was a very popular drug for... Uh, I hear it's not even that good. It's not. I hear crack I is better. I don't know about that second part. Well, I mean, it's a better high is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I've heard that the coke high lasts like 30 seconds. I've heard That's what I've heard alleged as low as 30 seconds. Yeah, that fucking sucks. All that, all that just to get heart issues? Fuck that. But anyways, bullying. Because I, I talked about this beforehand, and it made me it made me seem like a bystander to bullying, an ally with bullies, a person who did bullying himself, and that can be farther from well, the truth. When we were presenting the take that uh, bullying is good sometimes, well, well, not, I mean, not, not that bullying is good, but like... Bullying sometimes leads to positive. I outcome. was saying that bullying is funny. Oh, you're starting off wrong, just so you know. But you know, you can you can bounce back still. No, I'm not backing down from that. It's not even the wrong point. Like a bunch of a bunch of internet comedy, all these funny videos are basically bullying. True. Um, which is fine. But I want to talk about you know the most harsh time I got bullied was field day. Ugh, yuck. I think it was like eighth grade. Uh, you know, it's normal field day stuff. Run with an egg and a spoon type stuff, uh, sack race type stuff. Uh, but you also got in a got in a pool, and I remember all the dudes in my class. There were like seven guys. Maybe this was like uh, seventh grade or something. But it was like me and like seven boys uh, in the pool, and for some reason they were like, "Oh, I'll get marked." So they all get on my back. They're all pulling me down. And this is this be one thing. For oh, us. you did tell me this if story. this was one or two people doing this to be <laughs> rough yeah. horse playing in the yeah, pool. Yeah. Technically against the rules, technically bad, but I can handle it. Yeah, but because you're the big guy, you know, and like you're getting big guy bullied. Yeah, and these are seven people. I'm like fucking King Kong, got all these little airplanes on, me, <laughs> dragging me to the bottom, to the deep end of the pool. I'm getting killed. I'm getting drowned. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm getting game. killed. I'm and, literally being murdered at school. It felt like I was literally getting murdered at school. And you were almost murdered at school, bro. That's was, a real traumatic moment. I was struggling for my life. It had to be like a good like minute and a half of them trying to <laughs> no. kill me. And you're like actually fighting for air. I'm fighting for my life and not Wait, are you how deep is it? Like are you can you like stand up in the water? I think it might it might have been six foot. And at the time, I'm, I was like six foot. So, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, dude. I could, I, I could. You could barely struggle barely. to get enough. Like you, you're struggling to get a breath, and then you yeah. go right back under. They're simultaneously like these seven dudes are simultaneously trying to drown me and use my body as a flotation device because it's also deep for them as well. Um, but so they had these three girls that were in my classroom that I was kind of friends with, and they couldn't do anything because you know. There's, these are seven dudes. These are like three girls. They can't fight off this. Yeah, the and they're just looking at this in shock. And <laughs> yeah, they got the uh, what is it? It's like flight, flight, fight or freeze, bro. They froze. And what I was just, I was just thinking, like, damn. For some reason, I feel so dishonorable and disgraced right now in front in, in front of my friends. Um, and then to make it even worse, 
my sister also happened to be there and she just watched her brother her big brother just getting just getting murdered <laughs> and it was just okay what is your what are your little sister supposed to do she's like three years younger than you bro she had to be like six nine something no, like that she was like ten yeah, it's like not. Yeah, she can't do anything to stop them. I'm not saying she was hatched yet. Oh, but you're saying she had to watch it. She though. had to watch that. Oh, it was yeah. down bad. So, I'm just saying I'm a, I'm a victim as well, and also my my ass was falling out of my uh my trunks. That wasn't <laughs> added, that wasn't added to the dignity. So I just wanted to just wanted to get that. Yeah, out there. bro. Speaking of school shooters, like that's that's the type of shit that bursts a school shooter, bro. <laughs> I'm watch, not sure like, about that. Being drowned by your classmates. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more likely to it it breeds a person who doesn't want to connect with people anymore or has trouble doing so when they want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching school school shooter like um like they find videos of the school shooter talking about planning it and stuff after the fact. Yeah, and I was watching some of that. This was something I don't know from like a school shooting from like five years ago, and they were talking about yeah we're just we're just gonna do it. And we're, we're going to make those bastards pay. And like, pay for what? And then they never say <laughs> what they do to you. Like, I might be, I might. Do that's, like, that's a recurring theme I've seen with, like, school shooter texts and stuff. They always, like, say, like, when they when they commit to it, Mark, it's like they'll drop the text to the whoever. They'll usually send texts out to, like, a bunch of people at once. Like, they'll say, tell, say to the mom, like, sorry, it's over now. They'll send to, like, their best friend. Yeah, man, I can't take it anymore. They'll send to, like, their girlfriend or whatever. Or like some shit that they like. I'll always remember you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're all at once, they're just like sending yeah. goodbye letters. I, I understand that, but it's the it's the weeks beforehand video of talking about how these people have wronged you. But you're just saying that they've somehow wronged you. Like what's the? It came off as like I thought they could maybe trick me a little bit into being sympathetic for a millisecond. <laughs> for a millisecond, like yeah. oh maybe you got bullied or you got someone said you're gay or something. I can understand this. But you just had like a bad reaction to it, so you end up shooting them all. But no, it's just like this very, you just like uh, have some sort of nihilistic thing that you were born with for some reason that you have to kill all these people. I always found that very odd. Yeah. Like, for instance, the guy, uh, I believe it was a Uvalde shooter. I don't want to speak incorrectly on that, but I believe it was a Uvalde shooter. I knew it was at least around the same time as of the Uvalde shootings. Far be it from an American to have a bad opinion about a shooting. But go ahead. <laughs> and uh, the guy texts his friend. Like, he had been beefing with his grandmother for some time. He's like, yeah, I just shot my grandmother in the head. I'm about to go shoot up a school now. So for him, it was not even, like, you know, planned. It's like, you know, I already killed someone. I'm going to jail for a very long time. I might as well. Like, I've been wanting to do this for a while with some easy targets. He just walks into elementary school. There's no one there but, like, you know, a few 20-something women and a bunch of little kids who don't know that he's coming in there with a gun because, you know, it's not like he's going in there like a tough guy. What can they do to stop him? You get me? Yeah. Crazy. There's also this other bullying thing that happened a lot. In sixth grade, everyone's going through puberty, and it's just odd for, like, to choose one person now as the smelly kid when everyone in the class smells like, the back of Swamp Thing's balls, like everyone just smells fucking putrid. They smell like an outhouse and just being out as a smelly kid. It's like, do I even live in the same reality? Because I'm smelling all y'all, and y'all smell like ground beef that's been let, let, that's been sitting in the sink for two, two weeks. <laughs> like, 
y'all sounding like unpasteurized milk. Like, what the fuck y'all talking about me? And I just remember being so anxious at the end of the day. Am I going to make it to 3.30 without my without my, piss wet? without my deodorant uh, wearing oh, off? Stop. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just so getting so close. Oh, bro, that's too close. That's too, too close to home, bro. And I remember just always going home and it just changing my clothes. Like, damn, I even, like, smell away. I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I getting a complex? It's anxiety. And it's funny because that just makes you sweat and be like stink more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think what makes you, uh, you know, smell and stink more is uh, being outside during recess for 45 minutes while it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. And, and then also you go having, straight into class and sit down after that. Yeah. Which everyone experiences. So. You know, I had a storied history of uh, spending my entire lunch period on a blacktop in 90 degree weather outside, literally jumping 40 inches into the air because I was not at the time aware of the dangers of doing that mm-hmm. and then going straight from that to sitting down and trying to pay attention in a social studies class yet one more example of how the education system is an attack on manliness yeah absurd yeah I'm, attack on manliness for me was like in fifth grade the science teacher was talking about like stem cells and it said well we usually get stem cells like people like a some material from like birth or something but you can also get stem cells from, from like, fetus yeah that's what yeah, yeah. but you can also get stem cells from like uh from like a man's genitalia so basically long story short i got recircumcised by my teacher and i would say it sort of relates to you so what you were saying about being emasculated wait wait what what your teacher circumcised you. Recircumcised. Me. Oh, okay, okay. She did it a second time. That's cool. Yeah, I wasn't born. I would. My mom didn't let me. You know, good Americans, which doesn't even make sense because, like, I don't understand. It's nothing. It's not religious because they're not Jewish. Americans. Most Americans aren't Jewish. So why do we get circumcised? I. I mean, I know why. It's because that guy who made like, I, it's what his name. The guy who made Kellogg cereal was like Clark a, Kellogg. Get nice one. <laughs> the guy, like a hundred and seventy years ago, he was like a health nut, and he was like, "Yeah, circumcision helps you keep your penis clean." Yeah, it's cleaner. Not true. Turns out you gotta. <laughs> I mean, if you don't wash your folds, yeah. Wow. Wow. Now we live in. <laughs> we live in with genital. Geni- what's the word? What's the word I'm thinking of? Mutilated genitals because of that guy. Yeah. Um. Rough. Anyways, the other th- uh, case of being bullied is being called Samoan. And this is, this one, I'll keep, I'll, <laughs> I'll say I, I have nothing against Samoan, but they meant. But you are mixed, correct? Not with Samoan. I know you're not mixed with Samoan. But what I'm trying to say is you have uh That's, I don't want, I, I just want to, let me just get this out. I don't need any sympathy. I don't, need, I don't even need people to understand it. But they were saying, calling me Samoan in the Yokozuna or Rikishi sort of way. Not in what the, that means. You don't have to get it. They basically morbidly obese cartoon characters, but not in the way that I would like to be called, like in The Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. or or the make a difference Fatu sort of way. But anyways, also sports authority figures, big bullies. Um, you know, to hit you with bats and stuff. <laughs> I've never been paddled, but. Man, you know the same when I I remember uh, trying like going touring around high schools to see which one I want to go to. And my and I think uh, somebody in my family wanted me to go to Saint Aug, so they just made me do the tour like a, a day like tour of Saint Aug. And it's like one of the selling points in twenty 
uh, 13 was like, we don't beat the kids anymore. It was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. But the, the fact that you had to be told not to do this, like y'all still the same people running the, <laughs> running the school. Like y'all would beat us if you could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for all the struggles it gave, it added, going to a magnet school was a better choice for, like over whatever else we had going on, you know what I'm saying? Of course. I remember just hearing all the stories of my, my I guess not my stepfather, but my mother's boyfriend talking about going to, what was it, Green? Or Car? I don't remember what it was, but like talking about how like there would just be a bunch of women that are pregnant in class. There would be knife fights every week. <laughs> and within knife this like fights. wild, this wild, violent, just unruly context, he was like a tennis star. And it's just, it's just, the, it's just the hilarity of like black poverty. Yeah, because it's like you have just the worst, like third world shit happening, and then you have a guy who's going to be like who has the potential to be a sports millionaire and an icon at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I well another way that the sports bully you is the the weight limit. That uh-huh. was that was fucked up. Cause not because was like young football teams. Yeah. So I was like at fourth grade, I was two hundred thirty pounds, and the weight limit I think for that age was like one eighty. So I couldn't play. So I didn't want to play. So I was like, okay, good, I don't have to play. <laughs> but the, the the coach was like, because the the park was right across the street from my house. Yeah. And he, he, one day, you know, I didn't come to practice. He knocks. He says, "What you doing? Why you ain't at practice?" It's like, because I can't. I'm not gonna make weight. There's no. I I didn't make the weight limit. It's like. No, you can still play. You can still play. We're going to put you on the 16 and up team. And I'm like, I'm nine. (laughs) 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 What's going on? You're just making that face like, wait, hold on. You're the one that's supposed to stop me from saying stuff like that. (laughs) You're supposed to be responsible here. Yeah, I'm playing with guys who's paying. Like, my mom was saying, I'm playing with people who are paying child support. I'm playing with people who have full beards, <laughs> full-time jobs. Like, these, are not, these are not even good high school like schools to play with. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I did one one day of practice with the 16 and up crowd, and I'm like, I can't take this mentally. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a bullshit thing to, uh, to, like, recall because it's such a unique and, and dumb experience. Yeah. It's a shame too because, uh, you know, if you weren't introduced to it in such a toxic way, it could have went out better. It could have went better football. for you. I love football as a sport. I think out of the four major sports, it is the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of its effect on society, what's the fourth? The fourth, uh, I. It's tough because I like I like them all. Because three three comes to mind, but what's the fourth? What I have three in mind. What is the fourth? In terms of ranked, or you don't know it uh, like hockey? Like I have three. Oh, hockey, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, because we live in New Orleans. We never got the really experience. Yeah, there's no, there's no, yeah, it's not cold enough here. So that makes sense. I imagine hockey is way bigger elsewhere. I know it is in Canada. They go crazy over there. Yeah, how, how does, uh, fuck, doesn't they, like, I think it's Phoenix or something like that has a, has a hockey team. Why can't New Orleans get one? It's hot there. It's literally a desert. At least we got water. We could freeze it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll be underneath it soon enough, so. Yeah, bro. Speaking of uh, hockey, you know how it's like a thing. Like everyone in Canada knows how to skate, like ice skate. 
Like they just all you know how like everyone can kind of dribble a basketball in America. Like most people, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far. Woo, but yeah, I wouldn't. We, we were just discussing yeah, that. A boy, a boy, end dog. We're not gonna say his like, name. We're not gonna drop him like. Yeah, that. the guy literally was on a basketball team with us. Came to every practice. Great teammate. Really, really nice guy. Never lose anyone. I don't know if he ever had seen a basketball before that. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know if he knew what a basketball was, bro. He like we were so we were junior, so he had to be a sophomore, right? Or he was, he was a freshman. Yeah, he was okay. He was literally a freshman. He was a freshman. So before that, never played basketball, never watched basketball. I don't. I never know, walked around on the court and like shot around with. Never people. heard of basketball being dribbled, <laughs> and you could tell. You don't even have to know him personally. I didn't know him personally, but you could tell this by how the way he attempted to dribble, which was really just a bounce. The way he tried to shoot the ball, which was him aiming and throwing it at the room. <laughs> it's all. It's everything that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, overthinking everything, but surprisingly, on a team of like overthinkers and inept people, yeah. he came off as the least skilled, but he did not, he probably wasn't the worst. He was not the worst. He was not the worst. And he was for, and like, like you said, everybody on that team for the most part, like, we weren't the best, but we was going to practice. We was getting it done. Everybody was keeping their grades up. We was in them study halls that were literally three hours long, in hindsight, absurd. They had us sitting in that room for three hours at a time, Mark, just doing homework. Are you talking about, like, after school thing? Yeah. Because, you know, we get last picks on this, the court. Yeah, I mean, we are, like, the worst. That was the worst sports program. Well, I guess I mean, football. you say that. I guess football. But uh, I don't know. Um, so you know how. So they they wouldn't put, like, the varsity, the, the cool guys, basically, the varsity team, like, uh, the people that had been on the basketball team since freshman year, they wouldn't let them play against the girls' team, right? Because it would just be embarrassing. Yeah, why but, would that be? Yeah. Why would that be embarrassing? No, why Why would that be an idea that people would have? No, it's like, it's a very common thing for, like, girls' basketball teams to play against, like, younger boys' teams. Against, like, the freshman team, you mean? Yeah, like, for instance, like, they'll have, like, Dia play against, like, some of the JV people. I don't remember this. And she would, like, easily body them. You know what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. actual, like, like, the varsity females will be able to, like, compete against, like, the the least skilled men at school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, like, for instance, Marcus and I, um, what do you call it? Like, Coach Haley asked us to come to their practices sometimes. And, like, we would be against each other, but, like, on opposite teams. Or we would be on the same team. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The only time I got to play against the girls' basketball, like, any girls, mm-hmm. like, on the varsity team was a FIBA, you know, the intramural sport. Dude, I love FIBA. That was a really good idea. Uh, It was a good idea, but I hated I didn't like doing it. But I remember, like, the first game, like, the third possession, there was a fast break. Carmen catches it at the three. And I'm like, oh, I thought she was going at the rim. Go back, jump, block the three. Jonathan catches it. He does the fast break. We score. Everyone's booing. And the whole, <laughs> the the whole, whole crowd is, is booing you. Boo- I, was, I think it was mainly women that were booing. I mean, keep it real, bro. Carmen's, like, the cute girl basketball player. You just blocked her shot. Are they supposed to be happy that she did that? Like, Carmen was, like, a lot of people's favorite player. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're rude for her. They're not rude for you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm keeping it real with you. Like, if Carmen I, was cool, connected basketball chick. You are really, really, really tall guy. Yeah. You're, you're literally, like, a foot and a half taller than her, Mark. Thunderous oaf. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying, like, the perspective on it is, like, it just looks wrong, bro. Yeah, it doesn't look wrong. But, you know, I can't. That's all I could do. Dude, I, I did play in, like, JV scrimmages. Like, between, like, 
with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we have like 11 on 11 with the JV team. Mm-hmm. For football at Franklin, you know, prior to everybody getting cut because then we didn't even have 22 people. <sighs> Worst thing about Franklin football. Getting cut? Why would you cut people? Because they didn't have a 2.0 GPA. Oh, yeah. They changed Magnus the school. rule after the fact. Yep, yep, yep. Basically, it's a nerd school. If you don't have C's or better in any class, like it's not even 2.0. If you have an F in any class, they would kick you off the team. Yeah. So Hard basically, way. like, all of our strongest, most muscular fellas, you know, they're gone after the first month. <laughs> but anyways, we're, I remember we would do, like, the JV scrimmages, and you're right, man. It was a lot of fun. One of my favorite plays I ever made, like, I didn't even, like, get finished with the play, but, like, we had a kickoff, and, like, to this day, it's, like, one of the only times I can remember that I'm, like, very confidently saying, like, yeah, I ran full speed. Like, uh, I was on the kickoff team. We kicked the ball, and, like, I had, like, the perfect time. Like, as soon as his foot touched the ball, I, like, immediately started running. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally the guy that's catching the ball, I'm, like, standing in front of him as he's catching it on the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm running right at him, and I literally just, like, could not stop myself and just completely missed. It was embarrassing. Oh, But damn. I was fast, though. I was I was, look, I was still <laughs> impressed with myself. Like, even the coaches were like, damn, crazy legs. That's, that was my nickname. <laughs> like, damn, crazy legs. You, you really got down. <laughs> Next time you gotta wrap up or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Hit sticking a ghost. Yeah, bro. Damn. Dude, he would have died. <laughs> you know how fast I was <laughs> Force equals mass times acceleration. That would have been a that would have been a good way to get your one body in life was to kill a guy on the field. You got uh, the <laughs> I would have had to get a tattoo a two a, a, a tear. A tear tattooed yeah. uh, on my helmet, bro. Like on the side of my helmet. Oh like that's what the Buckeyes things is for, is how many bodies you got in practice. <laughs> Oh man, my relationship with my brother is like, hey, can you join our Minecraft service so can you, so we can get these guys to stop bullying us? It's like that's like because you're the, you're the big brother, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm also the big brother. I love being a big brother, dude. It's but cool. is how how old is your brother? Oh, my brother basically same age as me, like year younger. Yeah, my but like there's a very between us. There's a very clear big brother little brother dynamic. Like he really looks up to me, and like you know I really you know. I love my brothers. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, my my half brother is uh, he's like more than a decade younger than me. Yeah, and from what I understand, y'all have a more like uninvolved connection to each other. Yeah, like all of my family, very uninvolved, mm-hmm. cold. Yeah, that's why I don't really call him my half brother either because he's not like he's just my brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's sure. So it's a little different for us from um, your scenario. I make sure we have it like I make sure to use proper uh. Uh, labels for everything. We're keeping <laughs> track of the bloodline like it's fucking Habsburg. Yeah. Not not mixing blood like the Habsburg, but keeping track to make sure who's the heirs of the right things. I remember how many times we've talked in the family about the race for my mother's body when she passes decades from now. Like the Ottomans, the sons of the uh, Ottoman Sultan used to do back in the day. Whoever gets the the body first gets to be the next emperor. <laughs> you know, because uh, one was one faction who wants my mother to have a normal christian fucking death and there's me and what my mother actually wants is a viking funeral she wants to be pushed down the the mighty mississippi on like <laughs> on a, the, bi- the blaming uh, yeah boat. the flaming boat i would love to do that uh i want a second line into the boat burning <laughs> nah there'll be no new ones do it to water what a this is you actually remind me talking about the second line one of the many Sometimes I still have a lot of ideas I have when I was like 11 because I never, they never 
I never had the experience to have them ever challenge. And there's like three things that you just reminded me of. It was, it was that every time my mom was like, her and her boyfriend go to the second line, every time without fail for like years on end, there would be a shooting. Everyone oh. scatters. <laughs> Everyone scatters. And it's like in my head, it's like fuck. It's like something from The Simpsons. Yeah. It's like every second line we're we're having yeah. a shooting. Um, I mean, you've, you've heard the story of the guy who's like camping out the funeral, waiting for that guy that he got got to try to get payback on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a GTA a GTA three mission. <laughs> <laughs> Camp the funeral, bro. That's so wrong. So wrong. Uh, that's probably like a legitimately something that Agent Forty Seven did, like as in a clown suit, somehow hiding at a funeral trying to snipe somebody. But the other thing I, I got reminded of was like being like listening to Q ninety three. I think it was whenever there was a commercial. The only commercial I would like listen to is like down at the duck off. Shit's going down at the duck off. Bring your bitch. Big bitches, skinny bitches, no white bitches allowed. Oh my! <laughs> and it's like, and my mom would just every oh, time that's something, dude. Hmm? Well, that's something, dude. It's, it's like a every time that commercial would come on, my mom would be like, uh, "Never when you come like twenty one or whatever, never go there. There is literally a murder every weekend in the parking lot. <laughs> you do not want to go there every weekend." And she it's was like clockwork. And she was right. At that time, you know, we was had like the highest per capita murder rate in America. It was happening, but when I by the time I t- like it was, I didn't even get close to being able to go to Duck Off just to see because it got closed down because of all the murders. You can't run a profitable organization when everyone's dying, I guess. Yeah. And also the 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 horrors of the Chapatulis Walmart, which was <laughs> not the Chop Walmart. Uh, it felt like. Every third person was walking around with box cutters, just ready to go, and they were just always packed. But, anyways, what, what do you think? To me, one of the worst effects of like living in a dangerous place, and just on a day to day feeling like you never know what might happen. Yeah, is that you? It's very hard to slip out of that mode. I yeah, mean, you see something similar and like to a greater degree with like soldiers after war. And I'm not trying to, like, uh, trivialize that. I'm saying, like, we have a more, what is it, particular version of that, complex PTSD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, like, literally seeing someone get shot. We're, like, hearing someone get shot. Like, for instance, I was just talking to my neighbor, bro. Guy's name is Mr. Cleveland. Huge Saints fan. Just sitting on his porch with his Saints hat. Hey, you seen the Saints game? Oh, that kind of guy, right? Rides his bike all over, like, to the gas station and back. Doesn't bother anybody. Like, typical old black man, you know. Real New Orleans shit right there. Yeah, yeah. Guy says, yeah, they stole my bike. I was riding out of the gas station. One of them pushed me off my bike. The other one hopped on and they ran. I'm like, you serious? Um, He's like, yep, right right over there at the gas station, about a quarter mile from where we live. They pushed me, an old man, off of my bike onto the concrete, got on my bike and pedaled away with it. Wild, dude. Wild. Yeah. I never got... Why the fuck they, the next GTA is going to be in Miami? We need that in fucking New Orleans. Yeah, they should have been had a GTA in New Orleans. What, the, what would they call it? They could have Big Freed as a character. Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I would love that. Or Big Freed helped us organize those shitty dances at Lake Forest. I forgot about that. Well, no, that was Sissy Nobi. 
No, it was Big Frida because Big Frida was friends with one of the uh, teachers, oh, Miss Taylor. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. What does Sissy No be known for when it came to Lake Forest or like just that playing one of the songs over and over? Yeah, just being like like having a two hour loop of that one song. What was it? I don't even remember how it goes. Fuck, some bounce song. It was like Sissy Nobi be on your mind, and I would just be in my head all the time. <laughs> but I don't remember how the rest of the song went. Like it would never escape you. You yeah. just always remember that one. I guess it's because it's been like five years since I've lived in the East, really. But yeah. it's been a while since I listened to bounce music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never was a like a a bounce music partaker, but uh, I don't know. It bangs sometimes. I the mean, Adele Rolling in the Deep I mean, song. Come on. The Adele Rolling in the Deep bounce remix, like that's a piece of New Orleans culture, right Put there. Put that on a CD, a record. Shoot that shit in the space. Let the aliens hear that. <laughs> that Dude, like, like no joke. Whenever someone's like, "Oh, you're from New Orleans," like someone that doesn't know about Nola, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You ever heard of bounce music? They're like, no. What's that? I'm like, you know who Adele is, right? Check this out. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if she was listenable to 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 black people. She is. Black people love Adele. Really? Yeah. For instance, I know somebody who is like a known racist, like not a fan of white people in the slightest. Literally, like one of the people that's hard up, like, "Hey, you black, don't be dating white girls." One of those, right? Really? Man, Adele is the exception. No joke. Really? The man said, "When a race war kick off, we taking Adele with us." Really? <laughs> no joke. Was, hey, Adele has done so much for uh, for so much for what is it for music in general? Like, really? Yeah, I guess I'm ignorant on this. On Adele, Adele is hugely popular, by the way. Like, even in spite of that, and also she's like British, so you know, she does have that as like a uh, to make her somewhat removed from whiteness. In America. yeah, because British people have never done anything. No, no, wrong. no, she's not one of those people in our context. Mm-hmm. The people that have gotten us down bad, you know, they like they drink in Starbucks and stuff. You know, yeah, you know, like they're not like British. They're not like eating beans for breakfast. What's wrong? What's wrong? Everyone drinks Starbucks. Every demographic drinks Starbucks. That's true. But one demographic has had that associated with them negatively for a year. It's, it's funny because that's like that starter pack humor. And it's I just know, like, right? <laughs> it's like, oh. Not actually true, but. Fucking uh, going back to. I'm about to actually do a, an actual one that was accurate. But like every starter pack, uh, wearing shoes, wearing <laughs> clothes, eating food. It's like uh, a white woman. You got it right. Get for the white woman. All right, bro. No lie, I don't know what I would call that. The closest version, the, my favorite version of that humor is literally just like a picture, and all it it's like basically um like higher a, a a a new age meme hieroglyphic version of uh, the Family Guy joke. Mm-hmm. Women born after nineteen ninety three don't know how to cook. Mm-hmm. All they, all they know is eat hot chip, be bisexual, and lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's literally just like meme hieroglyphics. Twerk. I forgot twerk. They they do know how to twerk. You know what I'm saying? Back these days is twerking. Back in my day was gyrating. I'll let y'all know. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you and Socrates, huh? Yeah, me me and Socrates was getting them boys popping. Yeah. That's on the wax too. It was okay back then. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey. That's what I'm about to say. It's like just making the case. Yeah, the Snapchat existed when this was okay. So don't don't use that as evidence. Uh, 
Kevin Spacey's making a comeback though. Uh, he's he's in a couple of movies by smaller directors, and he's slowly paving the way to be back in some bigger shit. I mean, obviously we're not getting House of Cards back. He disgraced himself, bro. Of course, I'm not saying I, I want him and back, I mean, but he's going to be back. Too, he's like, only like 58 or something. Somebody like Johnny Depp is going through something similar because like his issues with Amber Heard and everything. But that's been settled, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like somebody like Kevin Spacey should ever really get. If we if we kicking people off their spot for their misconduct, I feel like he's pretty high on a list of people, right? Of course, but things don't happen by popular demand. True, <laughs> unfortunately. But I mean, that's not not necessarily true because if people stop like supporting movies he was in, or you know, like if, if they ran an actual effective witch hunt on him like they do on Twitter sometimes, it will work. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch fucking uh, what's it called. Uh, unusual suspects for the 20th time I'm stopping at 19 <laughs> no more uh, 7 no more baby driver no more American beauty all that shit I'd never seen that movie American beauty 7 was pretty good though shout out to Morgan Freeman Kevin Spacey was in 7 right I think so. I didn't see the movie either. You ever seen Seven? No. No, I've seen that. I haven't. Seen I don't that. think I've ever seen any Kevin Spacey movie. You never seen Baby Driver? Nope. Baby Driver's pretty good. It's like a lame movie though. This is the kind of movie that like. You remember when like school would be pretty much over in middle school and we're like they like <laughs> roll the TV in? Yeah. And cut on something. That I could definitely see Miss Wallace like we doing a double feature of Pitch Perfect into Baby Driver. One yeah. for the girl, one for the boys. Literally, like I feel like that's the for the next generation baby driver is gonna be that movie. Yeah. Pitch Perfect, by the way. Was a good movie. I enjoyed Aquamazing. That. I enjoyed Aquamazing. It. Did you see the second one? Aquamazing. Oh. Aqua Awesome, actually. The second one was Aqua Awesome. Shout out to Haley Steinfeld. That's when I became a fan. Let me Google this. <laughs> one time we're going to do research. Oh, Lord. Haley. Not what I meant, but go off. Steinfeld? No. Uh, what else we got to talk about? What else you want to talk about? You never talked about... You say you had some bullying... Ops- like, you seeing bullying stories that you wanted to talk about before. Oh, man. I just, I just wanted to speak in general on how... Uh, Sometimes bullying is seen as very like standard behavior. Like for instance, we had like groups of people where that particular group when we were all together, the thing for us to do was to rib each other, right? Yeah. That's bullying. You know what I mean? It's like that's that's what we're doing. But we all get together, get in a circle, we pick one person and all of us in turn make fun of that person. Doesn't mm. this like this is pretty prototypical bullying, right? Yeah. And, like, that sort of stuff was, like, very, very normal as we were growing up. Like, I, I remember uh, when I wouldn't participate or when I would, like, start freaking, you know, get mad, you know what I'm saying? It was like, now I'm the bad guy, you know what I mean? But really, like, that whole behavior to begin with is was, like, strange. Not my reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... But as far as, like... Like a quality bullying story, uh, one that I've told many times, and I just gotta let it fly. I remember me, you, Donovan, Marcus, Joan, you know what I'm saying? The usual suspects in the morning table. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't even recall what it was said because I had to erase my mind a moment. I think it was something about the earth. We were talking about gravity. Basically, we were all like, you know, having an informed discussion about this. And then Joan just looks up and he, he asks the question. I couldn't even tell you what he said, but he basically asked some stupid question, 
and everybody looked at each other and we all literally just started closing our binders putting stuff into our backpacks <laughs> and we just walked away we didn't even say yeah, anything yeah like yeah. literally all six of us just on q started leaving he's like wait where are y'all going <laughs> <laughs> and, we just, and we all like we didn't plan this either it's like we all just understood in that moment that what he needed was to understand <laughs> that that is not appropriate behavior and like that was some like real like primal level like exclusion tactic you yeah. know what i mean like he did something bad so we immediately like punished him by not having him be part of the group all of us just immediately walked away that is fucking hilarious it is <laughs> it is the strongest type of bullying is exclusion from the group oh, for sure shunning like being in the group but not being in- involved with yeah oh bro what are the most like um what's the word for it i guess surreptitious is the word but like uh kind of like covert versions of bullying mm-hmm. so like you're in a friend group and you know that you're like the person out of the group that's not actually friends with anybody else yeah like for instance the best example of this i've seen is like there's four people and three of them are like laughing <laughs> that was so funny because you typed in the group chat right that's mm-hmm. one person says to the one guy mm-hmm. the guy number three goes yeah man that was crazy and you're kind of standing there looking at them like wait y'all got a group chat like they're talking and, and like laughing and joking about like you talk to them all the time yeah they're all in the group chat together that they all enjoy laughing never once even offered to invite you to it and you can't Sometimes. act because if you ask them hey why don't y'all put me in the group chat because you know what's gonna happen right they're gonna add you to the group chat make another one without you yeah and that talk- is some yes Oof, man that's some bullying right there you don't belong here type stuff there would be i've heard this before from other people talking about how their friend group there's like if there's five friends there will basically be five group chats there'll be one with everyone and then there'll be another one with another person excluded Mm -hmm. so everyone besides one everyone besides two everyone and just go down the line it's great i love the toxicity of it (laughs) um and i I, what i didn't like about the group chat like adding someone else is because you have to make a whole new line of history so all the old memes are on the old text line I think that's uh, some people's reversion to adding people to the to the group text. I know that what it, it was with like, yeah. like me, Donovan, Josh. I think you were probably on. It was like basically that like little JV basketball squad, and like we ain't trying to. Oh, add I was anybody. never in any of those. Oh, okay. I was never cool with anybody on the basketball team besides the people I already knew outside of it. Of course. Like for instance, Jack, Daniel, Michael, all them. Never really talked to them. Never been anywhere with them except for school or practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like see, see you every single day, but we not friends type stuff. And like not in the bag when you like just we just never was tight like that. And I wouldn't pretend that we were. <laughs> Bro, another uh another classic example. Like for instance, uh we be planning like spontaneous trips. So like we went to like the water park, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, that that one friend is just like, wait, like we're you we're all on Snapchat together at the water park. It just wipes up on a Snapchat story like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> why are y'all at, why are y'all at a water park without me? Like, having a blast. Do y'all hate me that much? You were involved. Y'all think I can make a water park unfun? You were involved in one of these situations that I was in your position. Is that time that y'all went to the paintball thing. It's with both sides of my friend group did something and they didn't invite me. I was the one part in the middle of the Venn diagram. Oh! Yeah. It's like, you talking about when I went with Newell and Yeah, Newell and all them, but it also uh-huh. had Sam and all his little group. No, you know what's funny about that too? I didn't get invited to that. 
I was already at Newell's house. Yeah, you just came with him. Yeah, so Newell was, I'm literally at, you know, I basically live with Newell, no funny stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I used to sleep at his house all the time, right? So I'm already there. He's like, yeah, uh, what's his face? What's the guy that invited us? Was it Sam? It wasn't Sam or him. I think Henry was there. Lindsay was there too, huh? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I just know everyone was there besides me. Oh, uh, Gabe, Gabe. Newell and Gabe were friends. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I'm gonna say Gabe there. Come on, <laughs> Gabe was there, but not me. Y'all had a man named Gabriel, <laughs> but I couldn't get an invite. Well, no, no, Tony no. couldn't come. Noel was friends with Gabriel, all right. And so since Noel did Gabe, Gabe was like, "Hey, Noel, pull up." Noel was like, "Yeah, I'm with Dante. Is that super cool guy? He's gonna come too." And so he's like, "They're like, of course Dante can come. He's that super cool guy." And I didn't know anything about you coming because, like, I'm just going with Noel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at that point, I wasn't tight with any of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. keep it real. Like, I mean, you was never down for a lot of. I used to invite you to stuff, but at a certain point, it's just like Mark clearly does not want to do any of this stuff. Let me stop inviting him, especially because like you don't like to be out your house at that time of night. A lot of times, I was out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A paintball. That's a perfect fucking. That definitely would have been your thing. And like in hindsight, I apologize. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not on you. I mean, yeah, I, I could have invited you still. Though. It's not on anyone, it's the really. Thing, right? It as just happened to that. Just happened to happen. As soon as you're in a clique where something like that goes down, if you know somebody that's friends with all other people, I'm not saying it's your. It is your responsibility to like involve your friends. Yeah, that's my opinion on it. Anyways, like it's not your fault if they aren't involved. Like uh, I think there's a distinction between like fault, blame, and responsibility, right? Yeah. Like basically, I'm the only one that can facilitate that happening for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm therefore, it's my Sam. responsibility. Or Sam. No, no, Sam is for sure wrong for that. <laughs> He's your friend. He was definitely like part of the planning of this. He did not invite no, you. I don't don't worry. I, I mean, this is like <laughs> this is like five years ago now. But this is all video. I'll <laughs> be talking about what the fuck. I want you. Like I would love to be. And I promise, dude. If I had to guess, he probably just slipped his mind. You know what I'm saying? I he think probably he is thinking too much hard about like how he's planning this, what time, matching up people's schedules. Yeah, of course. That he doesn't think to involve you. Especially because he spent so much time with you otherwise. Yeah. Man. We spent, like, multiple days for, like, a year and a half together. Mm -hmm. It was pretty fun. I do miss those days, but sadly, he moved to to the Midwest. Oh. If you're out there, Sam, shout out to, what was his name? Oscar Robertson, the GOAT. Yeah, the, two, the true GOAT. <laughs> the, the GOAT, not the GOAT. The big GOAT. Shout out to the big old man. I remember you saying this the other day of like how realizing that Russell Westbrook has made Oscar Robertson's career completely irrelevant. <laughs> like between Russell Westbrook and Giannis, they both made him completely irrelevant. Yeah. But you know, he's still the big old in Sam's heart. Anyways, we should uh think about doing that top ten again, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you ever, you ever listen to that episode of me and Sam and Jay Philly did on the the Nightmare Team, the Nightmare Basketball Team? No, bro, I didn't know about that. It was a, uh, I had so much fun writing it because I did like a whole like three thousand page, not three thousand word creative writing thing about how like people, <laughs> like I don't know, I can't even describe. But, like Kobe's on the team. And, like, someone's having a heart attack. And since Kobe's a ball hog, he's still trying to get shots up before the game <laughs> as someone's, like, getting carted off. I don't know. I really. I one of my favorite Kobe Bryant stories, bro, is uh, Shaq asking him to, like, give him, get, get the ball to him more on a pick and roll. And Kobe said, I don't understand. Can't you just get it off the backboard? Uh, <laughs> when are we going to get 
like how they have the KFC Taco Bell combination. When are we gonna get the NBA 2K Spec Ops the line? Uh, like like a Call of Duty. <laughs> I was thinking because back in the day, Chris, not Chris, yeah, it was Chris Smooth. He would use Saints Row or GTA footage to show like the player just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to have like that sort of crossover with a game to spice it up a little bit. Cause it's like that'd be cool. This new fucking story for all these my careers is just so fucking corny. I don't ever want to see Kendrick Perkins being a blowhard on my <laughs> video game. Why would I pay for that? Dude, I've never finished two K twenty two my career, but I I hated those cutscenes, dude. He's back for two K twenty three. And no matter how many hundred point games you have, he will always run his mouth. He's at best he's a rotation player <laughs> as he averages ninety a game off the bench in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. That's, I kind of want to play some 2K now, though. You got to be, uh, call it, nostalgic. Yeah, the game is fun, but the every other aspect that isn't literally. I should have bought my Xbox. I'm going to do that one of these days. We can play some 2K22. You excited? Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you, why would you have to bring your Xbox? Because I got a Series X. It doesn't work on? No. Okay. I have it downloaded also. The Series S, the uh, the next generation? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 120p. 120 frames. <laughs> I'm used no. to that. No, no, 120 frames 4K. 120, okay. Yeah. I don't know if this is a 120 hertz TV, though. It's so. 144, I think. Yeah, well, it's funny, too, because you have a TV that would actually work with a Series S. My TV doesn't. Hmm. I don't get. I can't get 120 frames. I can't get 4K. only thing I get is the improved, like, um, RAM and stuff like that. And, like, the games themselves, the graphics and all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, because I do, I get, like, upscale 1080p. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it is, like, clearer for sure. And also, the field of view is way larger on the uh, Series S. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm, I want you to try it out because, you know, you like 2K. And I we play it. against each other, you know, it'll be fun. Yeah. We should record it, too. All right. What team are you going to use? I want to know so I can counter team you. All right. You think right now? Uh, let's just go. I'm just gonna go with the nice, humble up and comers, the, the new New Jersey Nets, the New York Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, the humble up and comers. Yeah, and you literally pick a GA band team. What's GA? Game battles. GA is gentlemen's agreement. Oh, and, but yeah, in game battles, that's where that's like where it was birthed. Uh, I wanted to title this episode "Sexy Porygon." And not for it to not be random. <laughs> for it to not be random. We have to mention it somewhere in that movie. We have to read Porygon fanfic. No. We have to. No, I, I can't. Can we just align? I can't. Just one line? I, I, just, no. I just can't do that. Why? I just can't. Porygon is one of my favorite Pokemon. We can't do that. It's a it's a it's, it's Porygon cross Rotom. It's gen it's genderless. Come on. No. No, bro. Maybe we have a good laugh. No, bro. Hard no. Can I just say? Can I just say one sentence? <sighs> one yeah, sentence. Let me get one. One. And then from here, we can just keep going. No, one sentence. Okay. <laughs> the Rotom eagerly kept it up, wanting <laughs> to taste the Porygons come. All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> that's that's enough. <laughs> All right. There'll be a link in the description if you want to read more of that. Okay. It's from the Pokemon Brothel selection. Come on, bro. Y'all have so many Pokemon y'all could pick. Y'all pick Porygon and Rotom. Well, they're both gender. Why don't they just pick, like, some of the, one of the chicks from the show? Like, what's her name? 
Professor Ivy. That's probably another story in there, but this this one was about how Rotom a prostitute. This one's about bestiality. Yeah, thanks. Rotom is a genderless Pokemon, so no one wanted to like have sex with Rotom, like pay for it. So Rotom was sad, and then was happy when Porygon came in. So they they end up sort of kind of making love, even though it was transactional. So you actually read this fanfic? I looked for it, but yeah, I read it. It was only like three paragraphs long. Okay, I'm about to say, bro. It I'm wasn't. About, it wasn't a I'm novel. Thinking, I'm about to say. I'm thinking this is like a series, and you like have been invested in it, waiting for a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're camping outside of Barnes and Noble for the book signing. That'd be. That'd be. That's like that's really like the Grey's Anatomy. I mean, not Grey's Anatomy. Was it Fifty Shades of Grey? People? Fifty Shades of Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Shout Greg. Fifty Shades of Gabe. It's a shame you don't play chess. You could learn. I could teach you. I don't care about chess. Come on, bro. Why would I want to play chess? Because it's fun. It's a, it's a, a battle of the wits, a duel of the minds. I don't care about that. Why not? Does it matter? What What matters? Uh, What's the thing that matters? Matching with people on Tinder. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Getting, getting catfished <laughs> on Tinder. You yeah. been catfished before? No, I was. This seems like a fake story. One, one of one of my tall tales, but it actually did happen. Someone did try to catfish me. Oh, I, you would um. The but bot. I tra- I charmed them so much that they decide to like, hey, you're a nice guy. Yeah, you did tell me about that. Uh, someone's calling me. What? Scam likely. Right, this your boy, scam likely. Oh, that's your phone. Yeah, I think we have the same phone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I guess. Cool. I guess you are a cool guy after all. What kind of phone is it, you know? I don't know. Samsung, whatever the fuck. I mean, that's just the model. Oh, it's a Samsung, whatever the fuck, 03. I'm sorry. What? Is it a mini or a plus? I mean, I don't know. It looks mids. I got the mids a variation. Tell folks at home what your job's about. Uh, well, I'm a, a climbing coach slash front desk associate. As they say, well, as they like to put it, a member of the front desk team. Mm. You know, people walk in the gym. I check them in. I help them if they're climbing. If they have any questions, that's it. Nothing crazy. Mm. A little sweep in here. A little dust in there. A little sleeping on a job. Never, because I'm a good employee. I do my job. Mm. See, I, I would never go to, like, if it's not anything to do with video editing, I would never take a job where I can't dip. Like, I can't dip into the material or the profits or anything. Wow. You trying to get some embezzling done? It's not so much embezzling. It's so, it's so much uh, getting paid what I'm worth. You well, know. So you're trying to say you, like, you want commissions? No, no, no. If there's a commission, I'm going to need I'm gonna need interest on the commission. And I, I will find a way to get to dip in some company funds yeah. to get my extra. That's called embezzlement. Just so you know. It's not. No, it's embezzlement when, uh, when, when, when you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> But tell a little bit of time that you were at, because you were embezzling uh, burgers whoa, whoa, at McDonald's. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Set down. <laughs> and also, that wasn't me. The way the story goes is this chick, Megan, really bad, by the way, baddie at McDonald's, manager. Run, I'm, like, making a, she's like, yeah, um, like, I see the customer walk in, and they're like, hey, can I get two cookies? So she goes, she looks at me, she goes, yeah, drop four cookies. I'm like. Didn't she say she only wants two? <laughs> Doing the one for me, one for you, dude. Then she goes, then she goes, yeah, I said make four cookies. 
Then I'm like, okay, I guess there's somebody else ordered I didn't see. I cooked the four cookies. I put two of them in the bag, give them to the customer. She walks over there and just starts eating both of the other cookies. Didn't even offer me one of them, Mark. How crazy is that? That's how you stay bad with two Ds. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. Bro, that the, the most egregious thing that happened in my time working at McDonald's, one of my managers clocked us out while we were still working. Yeah, that's ground. That is grounds for a shooting. Not killing anyone, but just a couple warning shots. That's that's grounds for airing this bitch out. You know what I'm saying? Why? Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, I wouldn't get sued, man, because weren't you getting like a twenty five hundred dollars scholarship at the time for? At McDonald's, no, I got that scholarship for acting. Did I thought McDonald's had a scholarship program? Bro, they had they had it to where you had to work fifteen hours a week, and they conveniently had me on a schedule for fourteen. You get me? That's why I quit. When I found out that they were doing that, I quit. Wow. Because you had to you had to work, I think, three months consecutively, at least fifteen hours, and then you got to like do a bunch of paperwork with corporate, and they'll give you your little thanks for working at McDonald's stipend, and then you can quit. The first month I worked there, I found out that they had this program. Right. Mm-hmm. Worked like another half month, finds out they got me on the schedule for fourteen hours. Also, like I told you, mm-hmm. manager is clocking me out without my permission. While I'm working, I'm missing my hours to where I can't get the scholarship. So I just quit. I went in there too. It was bad. I uh, I had words when I left. What, what were those words, brother? Um, what do you call that? I'm like, yeah, I quit. Like, what do you mean you quit? You, you don't even work today. I'm, I'm not coming back here. Like, this place is just a waste of my time. Like, a lot of stupid people work here. Yeah, what they call it. people being taken advantage of, yada yada. I just started telling them, I was just letting them know how I really, really feel. And for some reason, it was surprising to them because I guess they were kind of like content with the way things were going. Yeah. Appalling pay, by the way. Literally seven twenty-five. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You should be happy for that. Wait, no, I think it was eight dollars. Yeah, it was like eight dollars an hour. So not that bad, right? Yeah. Nope, it was seven twenty-five. Could, Eight was a warehouse before. And that was all cash. Under the table. Nice. No taxes. Nice. So eight eight bucks an hour for a high school student, all cash, pretty solid. Now seven twenty-five for a college student, all taxes. Pretty insulting. Yeah. You know the average uh like gross income in New Orleans is like twenty five thousand. Pitiful. That's the average? Yeah. Yeah, I make more than the average person in the world. People are out here really struggling. <sighs> I'm literally a college student. <laughs> I'm minus every day. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very hard to like, oh, why is there so much fucking violence and crime? Because people, you know. There's nothing productive to get done. Yeah, there's nothing to do. And I'm angry because <laughs> of that. So now I got to, you know. The anger turns to hate. And hate turns to violence. Yeah, I the only abuse I ever had at at a work is just the the very basic, not getting paid for, putting in a thousand five hundred dollars worth of work and getting a hundred dollars worth of you know dollars of uh of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you want to fuck around with the soundboard a little bit? <laughs> let's uh, let's see here. I was in the I was actually in the bathroom over in the the film arts building the other day. And I recorded, I, re- I heard this in the stalls happening next to me. 
It was like a... Wow! This thing is really huge! You're right, pal! Let's get busy! Yeah! Is that it? And I was like, hmm. What's going on in there? Wow. <laughs> we got stuff like that. What else we got? Um, what else we got? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Why did it sound like Sonic Hedgehog from Sonic? It is Sonic. It's the voice lines from Sonic the Adventure 1. Wow. Uh, if we're in a, if we're in a three way situation, I just gotta say, I got first dibs on mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so immature. 